0: Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, brand new show for a brand new day. It is Tuesday, December 5th. The year's 2023. Only a little 2023 left. Oh, my God. We're we're closing out. Three weeks-ish. Ish, the year of Larry. All we need is like two more Larrys.
1: All that dick is coming around. Oh, there's
0: so much dick in our future. (laughs) (laughs) But but for right now, it's the year of Larry.
2: Hey, you guys, you gotta let me in. Jerk alert! Not me. It's Chuck. I just saw the most amazing thing of my entire life. First, you gotta do the truffle shuffle. Come on, do it. Come on, do it. Come
0: on. on. (laughs) All hell, Lawrence Cohen. That's right. It is right to give Larry Chunk Cohen thanks and praise, (laughs) just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. I take my face down to it. That's right.
1: I take my face down to it.
0: That's what Eddie Pitts likes <laughs> to do. That's how it gets done. I
1: take my face down to it. Yeah,
0: he does. <laughs> Boys and girls, welcome to the broadcast. I think we got a hell of a one in store for you. Because on the counter, kind of you want to know why? I'll tell you, sir. Tuesdays are always jam-packed. We're going to do a tongue twister. Oh. We've got a TV tune, a special holiday TV tune. Fun. It's in the, in the chamber. Sure. Cocked, locked, coq, and ready
1: to rock. That's
0: right. Cocked, locked, not
1: cocked, blocked. Cocked, blocked? No, it's coq, not blocked. Lo- locked and cocked. Cocked, locked, and ready, ready, to, ready block. to rock.
0: Rock. And there's no blocking. <laughs> uh, entertainment news, your phone calls all the holidays associated with today. What a jam-packed show. Why don't we get right to it with the introductions. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. Love,
2: Love. The magic.
0: He's got Sitting here with the Batcave. With the Bat, oh, I guess I'm with it. You are with. it. I'm in it and with you it. You are one. You are one with the Batcave. It's our old pal. I'm uh, sorry. What? You're right. I'm taking my jacket off. Jeez,
1: what are you doing? Because well, it's got the it's got the the fake hood thing in the back. Yeah, and it's rubbing up against the shoulder, the uh, ear, the oh, ear, you the headphones. Have discovered that before I we started know rolling tape. I until I started turning my head. God. sorry. It's always a problem with I you. i got to get comfortable or it can't be me. You need plastic cups. Gotta you be- need your
0: hoods off. you got to be these, me.
1: So many conditions. You want the purest form of me. That's that true. I, so I'd have to be
0: comfortable. We want distilled. Exactly. Distilled Odie Gahuff. <laughs> he's the rear admiral. He's the, uh, what else? He's the uh, sheriff of ghost yeah, town. That one. The Mayor Myrtle Beach. He's certainly the victim of vandalism. Ugh. He's the Yahoo of Yellowstone, the DILF Pickle, Nipsey Muscle. It's... Holy God, Zaddy It's Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Yo-ho, Eddie. What's going on? Oh, it feels better having the jacket
1: Feel better? off. You it was war- your- I was getting warm and then... Are you warm? I, I didn't get- know it was warm in well, here. Well, no. I was, it was a th- it's a thick jacket. Yeah. It's getting warm.
0: Got girth. It has your girth to it, has it. It was, it was bumping up against the headphones and it was making me sweat. Eddie Pence has big plans after the show today, so he came dressed looking like a million dollars. Oh, yeah, well, I, he walked in, I knew something was up because he never looks like that just to do the show. Well, I usually just have a, a hoodie on or something. If that. Yeah, this is a if you wear pants, I'm lucky. You came in with, like, a nice leather jacket. Yeah, I know. And you looked like you did your hair up I, and everything. I did. I put, I, I laid it down. You put some
1: product in there. It's usually sticking up, I and know, I kind of... What's going on with this well, I have guy? A, I have a friend moving out of town, so we're having a little get-together after the show, so I want to... A little to, bon voyage. Well, yeah, bon voyage. Bon party. voyage. So...
0: Mon ami. Mon ami? Yeah. It's my mm. friend. Oh. In French. Okay. Mi amigo. That's uh, Espanol. Right. Kids. Thank you so much for joining us today. (laughs) It's going to be a gaslight show. I just want to give you a gas leak show, rather not a gaslight show. Oh, I can gaslight you. Well, maybe the oh, I can
1: fucking gaslight some people.
0: (laughs) I think the light, the what, the pilot went out on the gaslight, and that's why we have a leak, and that's why I'm a little goofy. Mm -hmm. I didn't get much sleep last night. What happened? It's uh, it's just this is the week. This is the time of year. This is the place. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, very vague. You're being very secret, very coy about what's
1: got up. A ton of stuff going on. Stuff, things about things happening. Yeah,
0: we're a, a lot of moving pieces. We're deep in rehearsals now, coming up for Santa's Swing and Sash. Sure, sure. And you are. so um, that's taken up my days. And so what I would usually spend time uh, preparatory right. for the Ralph Report, uh-huh. I'm having to do at night now. So you're
1: jamming it all in. And
0: uh, Liv's been with us, so I got to get her up early in the morning to get her to school, okay. and then I take her to volleyball yesterday. Right. So. I didn't get to bed till like two o'clock in the morning, oh, prepping the show, and then I, I had to get up at six to get live ready for school. Rinse and repeat. So I'm uh, I'm running on fumes here, yeah, you and are. Uh, focus is not forthcoming. So that's all right. I'll guide the ship. Please do take the wheel, because I may nod off <laughs> at some point during listener calls or something mm, like that. Mm, so I'm mm. going to do my best. Hey, speaking of Santa and sack, it is coming up. Sunday is the big day at the Improv. If you want to see myself as Frank Sinatra, Eddie Pence doing some comedy, Brad Williams. Uh, we got Kara, uh, Kira, Kira Soltanovich. Soltanovich. Uh, it's going to be a blast. We're in rehearsals now, the final rehearsals for the show, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you're in the holiday mood or you'd like to be, come on down to the Improv in uh, Hollywood and come see us there on Melrose. I'd love to have you. Go to improv.com is the website. Click on Hollywood, and then you can find us on their calendar if you'd like to get tickets. Or you can continue to try to win them all week long. I've been giving out tickets willy-nilly. Yeah, just throwing them out like confetti. To folks who can answer our trivia question, yesterday's trivia question, had to do with uh, the movie Scrooged, one of my favorites. Great, great holiday movie. Bill Murray, of course. Sure. And uh, he plays a TV executive who is mounting a production of Charles Dickens' classic tale, A Christmas Carol. And I asked you which actor comedian in the film, in the show, in the film, the show inside the show, yeah. who plays uh, Ebenezer Scrooge sure. in that production? Mm-hmm. And the answer was Buddy Hackett. Yeah, good old Buddy Hackett. Good
3: old Buddy Hackett, who talks outside of his mouth like this.
0: <laughs> Love Buddy Hackett. <laughs> A lot of you people knew the correct answer. Carly Smith was the name we chose at random. Congratulations, Carly. She lived nearby. Uh, I hope so. Okay, she, she didn't. She, make didn't sure. she didn't exactly give us her location. All right. But I did uh, repeatedly ask people, if you're going to enter the contest, make sure sure you're at least a drive away. They don't want to catch a plane to come to see See the show. How dare you? It would be money well spent. (laughs) Absolutely. But uh, if you're going to participate in in the game, you should probably be close. I'm assuming Carly is. Let's hope so. So, Carly Smith, congratulations. There'll be a pair of tickets waiting for you at the box office come this Sunday. More tickets to give away today with another trivia question with another comedy Christmas comedy. Fred Claus is the film today. Fred, Fred Claus. Claus. Okay. You ever see Fred Claus? That's the one with uh, Vince Vaughn, Vince right? Vaughn plays the uh Paul, lesser Paul Giamatti. Lesser achieving um brother of Santa Claus. Yeah. He plays Fred Claus. Fred Claus. As opposed to Nick. Right. The big the big man. Nick Claus. It's hard being in the shadow of Santa Claus. Sure. As you can imagine. The big shadow. That's right. So uh, the uh, the trivia question was going to be who plays
1: Santa Claus. Oh, I that just movie. fucked that up. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so <laughs> this is why I need notes. Paul, I need a script. Paul
0: Giamatti, as as Eddie <laughs> mentioned, is the uh, the actor who plays well, Santa Claus. How was I supposed Claus. to then, know? You weren't. You weren't supposed to know. Spo- how was I I'm spo- not angry. I'm not blaming okay. you. I'm just. Okay. just I'm just. This, I just. I'm on the uh, now. I got. We're searching. We're fishing. Now here I got for... to scan the movie in my mind and see if I can come up with another trivia question. For uh, Fred Claus. I mean, you could just cut all this out. I could. I could start all over. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put the show on hold just for a second, and I'm I'm going (laughs) to do a little quick research. I'm going to come back with a brand Ah, new, fresh question. There we go. About the movie movie, Fred Claus. Fred Claus. Uh, Don't go anywhere. (laughs) Please hold.
2: We know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible.
0: As I mentioned, <laughs> it's hard growing up in the shadow of Santa Claus, sure as you is. can imagine. Sure is, sure is. So uh, Fred, at one point, goes to a support group okay. for people, similar people in his situation. Right. And he hangs out with the likes of Frank Stallone and Roger Clinton and Stephen Baldwin. Siblings of famous people. Yes, okay. well... That's good. Sib, Siblings Anonymous is the name of the oh, uh, is the name of the, the the self help group. I'm I was so going to ask you what's the name of the self help group, but
1: uh, well, that wasn't. I didn't hit it on the well, nose. Well, you gave
0: away half the answer, so. Fuck. Really God damn it! It's not going to be as you know effective. What? A question. You next question. I'm not going to say a word.
1: <laughs> not as you come back from this break and find a new question. Not as an effective. A question. I'm not going to say a fucking Once word. Once you've given
0: away half of here the answer, here we go. I'm quiet now. So what I'm going to do is now I'm going to put the show on hold again. I'm not saying another word. And then when I come back, there's going to be a <laughs> brand new question Absolutely. I'm going to ask you about Fred Claus. It's uh, it's going to be spectacular. Like a saint. You're not going to nothing. You're not going to miss it. You, you're you're, you're going to be so happy you waited. <laughs> for this to happen for you. We'll be right back.
2: Please remain on the line. A representative will assist you shortly.
0: All right, here we go. Not saying anything. <laughs> Zip. Here's the question. Hold my lips. Who plays the mother of the Claws boys? Mm. Fred and Nick. Mm. Paul Giamatti and Vince Vaughn play the brothers, mm-hmm. and their mom is still around. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to to make the peace between these two kids mm-hmm. who are having a hard time. Mm-hmm. What actress <laughs> plays their mother in the movie Fred Claus? All right. Okay. My God. All right. If That's... you know the answer, put it in the subject line. Shoot me an email, <laughs> ralph at the ralphreport.com. <laughs> and then I will, uh, I'll pick a name at random, and tomorrow we'll announce who's got a pair of tickets yes. for Santa's Swinging Sack. There we All go. All right. There we right. go. Well, we're out of time, folks, but thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> Glad you could uh, stop by for the Ralph Report Mm, today. mm, mm, mm. That was a good one. It was a good one. (laughs) Let's turn our attention to Garmy members near and far. We love it when you reach out to us on the Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's available to you. All you got to do is dial up that number, 1-833. Hello. Yeah. Then you're on. After the beep, leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments, anything that may be on your mind. Happy to hear from you, and hear from you I will, because I listen to every single voicemail message. I grab a handful to catch my attention, and they go here in Garmy on the line.
4: The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ross gonna play your calls now and see what's on your mind.
0: Blip, 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 Yesterday we heard all about Eddie's adventures over the weekend where he went to a white elephant Christmas oh, sure. party. Oh yeah yeah. The presents were exchanged and Eddie came home with the with the rare oil humidifier. Something, something, <laughs> something.
1: I did it's not what I said. It was what said. Oh it what is what you me. said. And
0: you said, "Oh, it's all over the box." It's written all over What's the box. It said humidifier was written all over the I box. I bet you it wasn't. I bet you it wasn't because everybody who knew what you were talking about mm. called in to set the record straight. Okay.
3: Eddie, what you got yourself there is a diffuser, not a humidifier. Similar, different. L&B.
0: does that ring a bell at all? The no, diffuser doesn't. The uh, the aroma I think oil it's a diffuser. I think it it's can't a humidifier. You can't humidify a room stuff. with oil.
1: You can. You can somehow it can you'd be done. You'd just be
0: breathing burning oil. <laughs> you wouldn't be humidified. You'd be poisoned. Did it say a poisoner on the box? It may
1: have. It may have been some sort of gift to get rid of me so I don't give the same white elven gift next year. Go
0: home, look at the box again. And see I will. If maybe I will send you a picture when I get home. Maybe diffuser is, is a word that you confused with humidifier. I don't think I did. And that's therein lies the confusion. We'll get this solved. Well, I certainly hope so. Over the weekend, we looked at the weekend's box office for the Monday show, and we were surprised to see Godzilla Minus One on there, yeah. which was a, a movie I had never even heard of. Mm. But we talked about it briefly. Apparently, it is from the original Japanese studio, the Toho studio yes. that created the the uh, iconic film movie monster Godzilla. People are raving about it. we got a Garmin members who have seen it. Here's a review.
3: Hey, Ralph the Wise, Duke of Bourbon, Yoho Huff. What Huff, Winodoo Gilbert and Queen J. This is Two Star Seth. I'm calling in because you guys were talking about Godzilla Minus One. I went and saw it over the weekend, and I can confirm it is an amazing movie. It's essentially a retelling of the original Godzilla movie. It's a period piece set in the 1940s. The performances in this movie are fantastic. It's got themes of PTSD, survivor's guilt, loss of honor, and the rebuilding of Japan after World War II. The CGI and special effects are on par with pretty much anything you'll see out of Hollywood. The sound design and the score are great. They work in the iconic score from the original Godzilla movie and the classic Godzilla roar. The editing and the pacing are great. It's a two-hour movie, and I wasn't bored a single second watching it. Uh, yeah, everything about this movie just comes together and works so well. Getting the seat up on the big screen with loudspeakers, a bucket of popcorn, soda, and some candy, it's great. I highly recommend everybody go see it. And I give it a nine point five out of ten. All right, LMB. Wow, there you yeah, go. That's what I've heard. It, like my buddy Jerry said, you could take like the
1: the human scenes, the scenes where not there's no monster, but it's just the human interaction. And you could put them in any any like dramatic war it would film. Still be a great and with Carrie. Yeah. So I don't know. I might go
0: see it tonight. Well, I I all right then. So you want to go? No. Um, it sounds like a romantic comedy to me. Godzilla minus one. He thinks he's going to a party with his wife until she drops the bomb that they're getting a divorce. Who's on the guest list? It's Godzilla minus one. Because usually when you go to a party, right. you get a plus one. Right, he's so getting he a, got minus a minus one because his wife left it. So I think it's. I think that's the movie they should have made. I could see what's The happening. Godzilla romantic comedy. And then he goes nuts and destroys Tokyo. And then he goes to the party and he meets like a sexy Rodan or something and then they hit it off and <laughs> chaos ensues. That's the movie I'm okay. going to
1: make. Make it.
0: Hey, uh, when you ask me where stuff comes from, I do my best to
3: tell you. Uh, hey, Ralph, Eddie, Queen Jay, uh we miss you, Steve. Uh, this is listener, Grant from Brea. I am a T star general. Um, hey, Ralph, I had a question for where it came from. It is, um, I was watching the Packers and Chiefs game, and the Packers completed a test that was called the Hail Mary. And I was just wondering, where did that term come from? Uh, let me admit it, by
0: how about that game, by the way? That was Isn't a great that crazy? game. The great game, the
3: hail mary.
0: You probably heard about it if you know football even a little bit. Where did it come from?
3: Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? I'll fucking
0: know. Well, as you can imagine, with just a little bit of application, you can assume a hail mary play or a hail mary pass is one that the uh, quarterback, in this particular case is praying yeah. will be successful. It's like a last resort, like right. a last ditch attempt. You're basically, yeah. you're throwing the ball with a prayer to whatever God yeah. you believe All in. A lot of options. Here. Hoping someone will come down with it on the other end because it's the last chance you have to potentially yeah. win a game. So that kind of makes sense. But as to where they came from, the origin of it, well, not surprisingly, it came from the Catholic Hail Mary prayer. So it makes sense that it originated at a Catholic university in college football, it was at Notre Dame, the Fighting oh, Irish. Makes sense. It was actually the team that coined that phrase way back in the 1930s. Hmm. It didn't become part of the general public lexicon until about 40 years later. The first time we heard about it in professional football was on a uh, was during a playoff game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings in 1975. Cowboys quarterback Roger Staubach said that his game-winning touchdown pass to wide receiver Drew Pearson. Regarding that pass, he said, I closed my eyes and said a Hail Mary. And uh, once he said that in the interview, then it started being used in professional football as well. Mm. But primarily used in college sports from 1930 through 1970, mostly at uh, Catholic universities. And then it hit the big time in 1975. When the Cowboys won a game. it's a cowboy term. America's team, Eddie. America's team. And that's where it comes from.
3: Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? I'll fucking
0: no. Not that I'm not happy to be doing Santa's Swing and Sack on Sunday. Yeah. Look forward to it every year. It's a blast. I get to play Frank Sinatra. We have a lot of time. We have a lot of good times. We have a lot of good people who join us. It's a hell of a show. A lot of laughs. I enjoy doing it. Yeah. Had I known that it would be going on the same time as the Dallas Cowboys-Philadelphia Eagles game. With the stakes involved what they are. Which is yes. the most important game of the regular season to date for both teams, I may have altered the scheduling <laughs> of the show uh-huh. or, uh, or
1: feigned illness or something. So that everyone should buy tickets and go to this show to make your sacrifice mean something. That's
0: what I'm saying. If I can sacrifice the Eagles-Cowboys You game, can come out. You can get in your car. This should be a sellout. Drive from Covina and come to uh, the freaking Santa Suarez. This South. is our Hail
1: Mary to try to get the show sold <laughs> That's right.
0: Off. Or put the game on like an ipad if you're sitting in the audience and just hold it up <laughs> D- so it <laughs> i'm pretending to give a shit about the show i can actually be staring at that trying to follow the game uh, uh. there'll be a lot of score checking in the green room <laughs> <laughs> in between acts <laughs> lastly we're playing up beat music for you each and every episode you know we're doing it it's holiday time so we're doing all holiday songs this is a great choice by
3: evangelina Hi, Ralph. This is Evangelina. I don't normally call as much. I'm one of those Secret Service people. Um, I'm wondering if you can play Blink-182's I Won't Be Home for Christmas. It's, it's a funny song because it talks about how they hate Christmas, but it's so fucking cheery. I just can't fucking help it. It's, it's so fun. So, yeah, if you can play that, I would really appreciate it. Alrighty love you mean it bye
0: great suggestion evangelina if i'm not mistaken i believe blink recorded that for one of our annual christmas albums at the radio station where i used to work at that's the first time i ever heard of it i don't know if it existed before but i don't believe it did i think we requested them to do a christmas song Hmm. and that's what they came up with so uh either way no matter where you've heard it it's a good tune from blink 182 i won't be home for christmas
2: My time they'll waste Oh God, I hate these Satan's helpers And then I guess I must have snapped Because I grabbed the baseball bat And made them all run for shelter It's Christmas time again It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand All year, I'm growing tired of all this Christmas cheer You people scare me Please stay away Wanna get down just leave the and then leave me
0: alone. very fun too yeah that's cool thank you so much for the suggestion thanks to everybody who called in today you too can be featured in the garmi on the line segment but you gotta call me We're doing a lot of holiday theme stuff leading up to uh, Christmas and then New Year's, of course, yeah. including our tongue twisters. The ones that keep coming in seem to be holiday-themed. Oh. So is today's. It comes from Annabelle in Lansing, Michigan. So let's give it a shot. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. Be. So take a breath, prepare yourself
4: the best you possibly can be for Ted
0: Lately, I've been struggling with these when I've been well-rested, yeah. so I can't imagine what today's going to look like. Tongue's tired? It's a little tired. Here we go. Today's holiday-themed tongue twister. Five words. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Oh, man. Well, he does. Yeah. It's what Santa does. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Ooh. How hard could that it be? It can be. No, it's going to be fine. I'll go first three times in a row. Speed is of the. Can't the even say that part. Speed is of the essence. All right, here we go. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris Kringle climbs trick <laughs> oh. oh, Rabbit season. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas. duck season. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris Kringle, oh! oh. yeah, two of them came out. Saw the smooth. finish line. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. <laughs> You're getting that in there. Laheim. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris, crum, climb. oh, I. The third one just won't even a little bit come out of my mouth. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris chimney chimney Jim chimney. Oh, Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris. Christmas chimneys. Clis, cl- Chall- oh fuck it. it Never playing. mind. I'm out. <laughs> oh. Never mind. Oh, I'm waving this the white flag. It does not bode well. It bodes.
1: It doesn't bode. Um, mm. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris
0: Kringle climbs. Mm,
1: what chimneys? Chimneys, chimneys. You said
0: chimneys. It's
1: chimneys. That's
0: from that. Seuss. On, depends on where you're from. I think the Grinch threw the tree up the chimney.
1: You're from Whoville It counts. Uh, Chris Kringle climbs cr- oh, crimes. Doesn't crime. He crimes hard, man. He steals shit. Chris Kringle. Cl- mm. Getting less and less words. I hear Jen laughing. It's throwing me <laughs> off. <laughs> Fucking! You're fucking with me. All
0: right, here
1: we go. All right, <laughs> fuck, Chris. <laughs> you literally you. are shaving
0: words and syllables <laughs> off it every time you start. Uh, I can't Next one's it. just gonna be kick. Fuck! It's gonna be a K I sound. Can't do
1: it. The peanut gallery in there. There's
0: no penis There's, penis there's gallery. a
1: penis gallery. I've seen it.
0: Mm. Chris
1: Kringle cranked. <laughs> and Fuck. Son of a bitch. You motherfucking words! <laughs> Chris, Kringle Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. Chris Kringle climbs Christmas chimneys. First two were chimneys. 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 It's like chutney.
0: We we'll make up words. We'll give it to you just because I Chris can't. Chris Kringle I climbs just, Christmas chimneys. I just can't anymore. Annabelle, thank you so much for that. I think you. Uh, I think you beat us up pretty you beat good. Beat the fuck out of us. Don't
2: twist her it's a twist. It's a twist. It's a twist. It's a twist.
0: That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Roth Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. All right, now it's time to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. The reason we have it hanging is because we like to look at it and say what holidays are associated with this day of the calendar year, this December 5th. (laughs) Not all the holidays we think are worthy of celebration. No. So we break them down into holidays and holidays. Holiday or holiday? Please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. December 5th is Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht.
1: Krampusnacht. That's got something with Santa, right? Krampus. No, Kramp- no. Oh, is that an evil. It's thing? the anti Santa. It's that evil looking bunny thing, right? It's, it's Krampus not a bunny. Looks like an evil <laughs> it's not bunny. bunny. Krampus.
0: It's got horns. Yeah, like a horn, like a jackalope. Cr- the Krampus is the uh, anti Santa. If right. Krampus rewards all the good boys and girls, who punishes all the bad boys and girls? Right. Well, on December 5th, Krampus comes around and he starts terrifying all the bad children, sometimes even poking them with a stick. Oh. This is a, a scary holiday for the holiday season. Krampus, also known as the horned god came about from the pagans in the 11th century and was a very popular character in folklore until the Catholics got involved. And they're like, no, he's too close to the devil. We don't want to celebrate Uh, him. So they drove the holiday underground, which just made it more appealing to some people. Makes it super cool. Yes. And so uh, Krampus survived. And now on the 5th of December, we celebrate Krampusnacht, Krampusnacht, which is the night of Krampus. He is uh, usually seen in a hand-carved wooden mask with two big horns on it. His suit is made from sheep or goat skin. He's got cowbells tied around his hips. And he punishes the naughty children before Santa can reward the good ones. His ear necklace. Krampusnacht is celebrated widely in Bavaria, Eastern Europe, and Germany, as you can imagine. Mm. But it's taken hold recently here in the United States. Some cities... Hold Krampus parades. Really? New Orleans has a Krampus parade. Oh, I could see that. Seattle and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. yeah, oh, a lot of that's, nerdy people has a Krampus parade. So uh, it always precedes the feast of Saint Nicholas, which of course is tied to the Santa legend, which is December sixth. So that's why we celebrate Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht on this day. I can, I can get behind that. Yeah, I like it. I like uh, terrifying bad children. <laughs> someone's got to the parents aren't raising them so let uh, let krampus have a chance have a shot at him poking them with a stick see if it adjusts their attitude yeah oh eddie you're gonna be so happy about this why one. oh you're why? gonna sit home and relax and enjoy this holiday we'll see it's national blue jeans day Ooh, oh yeah. put on a nice Dang pair of bell, baby. nice pair of stiff denim pants and, and just lay around on the couch so and just relaxed. oh that feels better than the rough Nature. Then you're of denim not wearing jeans right, man. They're not rough up against your inner thighs. They ain't rough. Ain't wear ge- they ain't in. jammy pants either. Wear them in much. Wear them in, nice and soft. Loose. Since its introduction in the 1800s, denim has proved to be one of the most versatile, durable, and iconic clothing items. So on this day, December 5th, America celebrates jeans. Jeans first uh, became commercially available from two guys named Jacob Davis and Levi Strauss. In 1873, they patented their pants with those special metal rivets to keep them from falling apart when the working men were using them. And ever since then, very, very popular. Very popular. Eddie Pants, Eddie Pants. Eddie Pants. Eddie Pants. Eddie Pants Pants doesn't wear any other Pences. I don't. It's my favorite pair of Pants. Than that. So uh, I guess we got to. It's also World Trick Shot Day. This is a holiday completely created just to remind the world that the Harlem Globetrotters are still a thing. Well, we need something. That's the only reason this exists. I defeat my Washington generals all the time. Uh, All the time. Uh, The Globetrotters ask you to make spectacular trick shots and record them and put them up on social media with the hashtag World Trick Shot Day. And if you were to hashtag Harlem Globetrotters, I bet they wouldn't mind that either. (laughs) I know it sounds ridiculous, to, to people who are not of a certain age. But there was a time where the Harlem Globetrotters was a white hot entertainment property. was a property. Phenom, man. They had their own cartoon on they Saturday did. mornings.
1: Yeah, they were Scooby Doo hung out with they them. Hung,
0: they, they they solved mysteries they did. with the Mystery Incorporated gang. They were on Gilligan's Island. They were. <laughs> They were everywhere. I saw them at the Cap Center in
1: Landover, Maryland. I when saw them at the Spectrum when oh. I was
0: uh, growing up in Philadelphia. The Harlem Globetrotters were a thing. It's such a thing. And now they're begging for attention on World well, Trick Shot Give Day. them some attention. Why not? Click a booger in a basket and tag them.
1: <laughs> Is that your trick shot? That's, That's the only <laughs> trick shot I got, man.
0: I think they'd like you to use an actual basketball. Yeah,
1: I think they just want the publicity. It's
0: also World Soil Day. World Soil Day. Like the actual dirt? Yes. On this day. Or to make something dirty. No. World Soil Day is the day that they want to impress upon the population at large the importance of healthy soil. If you don't have soil, Eddie Pence, you can't grow stuff. Nope. So you have to be an advocate for sustainable management of our soil resources. Don't take soil for granted. No. On World Soil Day. Rotate those crops, people. What would they? What do they expect me to do Go on World Soil Rotate Day? Rotate some crops. How am I supposed to affect- Go fertilize
1: your front yard. The world soil. Go take a dump in the bush. <laughs> do something,
0: man. I'm going to soil myself. I'm going to take a dump <laughs> in my pants on World Soil fertilize Day. Fertilize your shorts. You can do it. <laughs> I'm going to combine World Jeans Day and World Soil Day and soil my jeans and then wear them around for a while. See if anybody notices. Fuck you, World Soil Day. What do you want me to do? I got no control over the soil. How much we can do. It's Walt Disney Day. Happy Walt Disney Day. Why is it Walt Disney Day today? This is his birthday, December 5th in 1901 in Chicago. Walter Elias Disney was born on this day, and he uh, did pretty well for himself. He certainly did. He uh, created a few characters, made a few movies, built a couple theme parks. <laughs> I think I think his legacy is safe. I don't know if we really need... A, I don't think he needs to be celebrated. No.
1: He's kind of got everything. They're, they're fine. Yeah, Disney's yeah. okay. Yeah,
0: Bob Iger is uh, taking me right off the Disney train, quite <laughs> frankly, so uh, we can pass on that one. Oh, now we're talking... What? Now we're talking a holiday... You want to celebrate a holiday? I depend on what the holiday is. This is the one we're celebrating. Oh, I got to show you. Everybody buckle down or buckle up <laughs> or just buckle. <laughs> just tell me what it is. Buckle wherever you want to put your buckle. I don't buckle. like the buck. I'd rather zip. No, we're buckling. It's National Repeal Day, Eddie Pence. Uh, on December 5th, on this day, yeah. the U.S. government repealed prohibition. Yeah. Success, success, we've done it, we've done it. Dumbest law ever passed. I still it still blows my mind that it was passed. 1919, the 18th Amendment was ratified banning the production, transportation, and sale of alcoholic beverages. Interestingly enough, the legislation does not prohibit the consumption of alcoholic beverages. Right, just create making it, selling it, yeah. moving it. That's what you couldn't do that, right. but you could drink it. You could somehow get it into your mouth. Yeah, you're, you're supposed fine. to find it if, you, if they don't move it, make it, or sell it. <laughs> anyway, it, it created a brand new class of criminal: the bootleggers and yeah. the gangsters in Chicago and other major metropolitan areas across the United States flourished. Yeah. under this stupid stupid law and then in 1933 um the 21st amendment repealed the 18th amendment and it was ratified on this day so we can all have a drink raise a glass to national repeal day oh, man <laughs> every day is national repeal day to me <laughs> it's international ninja day do we have to say anything more than that no, no, Just, ninjas are pretty cool ninjas are awesome pretty everybody cool. loves ninjas I'm loves a ninja, so i'm down you know, there's a in Japan. You can go to ninja school. Really? Yes. I want to do that. The uh, Koka Ninja Village is a ninja museum, but they also have a ninja camp there where how long you is, can go and how long sign is the up. Camp? I don't know. No. I don't know how long it takes want, to be want a ninja. I a big commitment. I think you probably have to if like you want to be a mm, Saturday,
1: Sunday you No, know, I thing. think
0: you have to learn a few martial I don't arts. Want, I don't want to be
1: there for months. You have to be stealthy.
0: You no. have to learn to walk on little cat's feet. I'd, yeah, no. Oh, I'd I, be, I want some of those shoes, though. I'd be an awesome ninja. Would you? Yeah. Well, I don't think you would. I'm stealthy. I mean, you wear black a lot. I do. See, I'm already halfway there. Other than that. I'm I stealthy. <laughs> they could smell you coming. <laughs> no, though. they couldn't. Only on National Repeal Day. They <laughs> I said, did a bourbon cask break open in this room? And Then oh, It's too late. <laughs> You're done. I'm on top of them. It's all over. <laughs> hey, you know what else? It's what? National Bathtub Party Day. What?
2: Splish splash. I was taking a bath. Long about a Saturday night. Yeah. Ruffled up, just relaxing in the tub, thinking everything was all right.
0: Bathtub Party Day encourages all to skip the ordinary shower. And linger in a luxurious bathtub instead. soaking your own filth. You say that all the time, Soak and it's simply not filth. the case. How filthy are you getting? Pretty filthy. Driving to the store and back and then I sitting get filthy. on the couch. I get filthy. You act like you're down in the
1: mines. You don't know what I'm doing. I know I'm exactly sweating, what you're I'm doing. I'm sweating quite a bit. A lot of
0: sweating activities. Pamper yourself, Eddie Pence, by getting in the tub. A quiet soak in the tub can do wonders for your mental health as well as your physical mm. health. Here's a little. Th- here's some of the benefits of a steamy bath. What, especially during cold and flu season, helps to clear out your sinuses and improve your oxygen intake, and it increases your circulation. Warm water reduces inflammation. Eases achy joints and sore muscles. So cold water reduces inflammation. No, That's why warm, people take those ice baths. Warm water, the more uh, circulation, the more the blood moves away from mm. uh, from right. tr- trouble areas. Um, a warm tub also can warm you right up in these ch- chilly, chilly temperatures we're dealing with. Plus, yeah, your skin loves a bath. You can moisturize but when the you're water's in the too bathroom. warm. You're going to dry your skin out. That's when you add a
1: little bath oil to your bath oh, I can water. I use my dehumidifier. <laughs> now it's a dehumidifier oh my humidifier well if i put it in water it'll dehumidify
0: and you'll electrocute yourself
1: reverse itself
0: um yeah you can benefit from your bathtub party so enjoy Um, a bathtub party i'm good bathtub party by the way sounds like a a bad soft core skinamax movie from the 1980s (laughs) so my parents went to bed and we turned on bathtub party so awesome i'm not a big bather
1: no. i I do it if I if my back is hurting, I'll take a hot bath.
0: I like a my therapeutic back bath and really do it but, for yeah, you. Sometime. It's so like I did it when I
1: was in Vegas back in August, I kind of tweaked my back. I took a bath in the Yeah.
0: Yeah. A good bath yeah. can make can make your day. But and you can't do it every day because people are too busy and you're in a hurry and you just want to wash and get on yeah, with your, it's your, your man, life. It's so much. But uh yeah. It's a bathtub party. <laughs> Really sounds porny. It does. Super like, porny. should have Super said just porny. bath day or something. Just a bathtub. Or yeah. bathtub day. bathtub party. Emmanuel 3 sounds bathtub like, party. like you're going to be splashing water yeah. over the sides of the tub at some point. <laughs> All right. You know what we do at this point? We find a food related to a holiday. We run it past Eddie Pence, seeing if it's something he'd be willing to eat or at the very least stick it up his ass and pull it out. Mm. How we find out? I'm glad you asked. We pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. The reels go round and round. And when they stop, if they match, match yeah. Yeah. that means he's eating the food. Jackpot. <laughs> However, if they're mismatched. You are so dumb. That's no, the wrong button. You are really dumb. Sorry. Not dumb. for real. That's the wrong button. Just my <clears opinion. throat> That's what throat> I, throat> I meant <throat> to hit <laughs> there. Mm. Uh, today is National Sasha Tort Day. Sasha? Sasha? Sasha. Sasha? Sasha? Tort. Sasha Tort Day. Okay. If you like chocolate, Eddie. I do. And if you like cake. Okay. Then National Sacher Tort Day so is the perfect day for chocolate you. cake?
1: Well, not quite. All right. Here's
0: the A Sacher Tort is a unique type of chocolate cake. It is what some people call flowerless cake. Okay. Meaning it's very dense, it's yeah. not as crumbly, it's sure. kind of thick. Created by Austrian Franz Sascher in 1832. Vienna considers the Sacher Tort one of their most famous culinary specialties. And at the age of 16. He uh, was only an apprentice to a chef, but he was the one who came up with this superior dessert, and it just caught fire. Now, here's the thing that you're going to have an issue with. baked in a pig's asshole or something?
1: (laughs) What's what's the catch, man?
0: Yes, you do have to stuff hot coals up a live pig's asshole, bake it in there while the pig runs around. But other than that, it's a piece of cake, Mm. literally. Uh, No, here's the thing. Okay. It's delicious, rich, chocolate, flourless cake, okay. topped with a layer of chocolate icing. Okay. But in between, the layering is apricot jam. Apricot jam its what makes it a tort, is the uh, the addition of this delicious fruit compote, if you will, between the two layers of chocolate cake. It's not a high cake. It's kind of a short cake, but it is just amazing. If you ever had a Sasha tort, you know what I'm talking about. But it's not about us. It's about Eddie Pence. Is he gonna dig into the Sasha tort today? Only one way to find out. Here we go. One tort, two torts, three. Why
1: would you ruin such a wonderful thing? So with good. apricot shit. So good, Eddie. So I fuck. I had one at uh, that blood Elephant party I was at over the weekend. You had a tort? No, they had uh, bacon wrapped uh, apricots.
2: Ooh. And that's I just saw good. the bacon
1: wrapped thing. It looked it, the way it was cooked. It looked like a, like a sausage wrapped around with bacon wrapped around. So I just thought it was bacon wrapped around sausage. Right. I was like, oh, I popped right. one of them out. Like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? I look. like, oh, those are bacon-wrapped apricots. I'm like, fuck, you've got to put a sign up, man. No, you, don't. you got to put a fucking little toothpick with a sign saying these are apricots. No. Beware. It's that beautiful mix of
0: sweet and savory no, that you get when you make a dish like that. No. And this isn't even a big deal. It's sweet and sweet. No. You got the sweetness of the apricot, the apricot jam sucks. and you have your uh, chocolate uh, no. cake as well. No. You have your cake and you can eat it too. Yeah, no.
1: Literally. I just had my hatred for apricots reinforced Sasha on tourte. Saturday
0: what's wrong with the, the, the I hate the, apricots the lovely apricot hate it man why they're fragrant you don't, you don't disguise delicious. them like
1: like fucking sausages and bacon no it's one, evil no one's
0: trying to fool you eddie they were just they made a perfectly
1: no you got to put a sign up oh my god something a little card next to
0: the platter no cards something well sacher tort mm-hmm. added to the long list of things that eddie pence won't eat. scrape it off and eat the the Cake part. I'm sure you will. You must be very popular at dinner parties. <laughs> D- dissecting your food, performing Ooh. autopsies, taking out the apricots, taking out the taking
1: what? off the bacon. If you it know. needs to be changed and repaired, then I will do that. I will repair the
0: food. Defense, <laughs> food handyman. <laughs> and that's it for today's holiday or holiday. Now it's time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment I call the Showbiz Beat. Let me ask you, Eddie Pence, yeah. what would your level of interest be mm-hmm. in a Ken movie? A Barbie spin off movie featuring. Ryan Gosling's character, Ken, from that film. I would watch it, because he was so film. friggin' good in that role. That's how I feel. But are we saying that just because we're guys? I don't want to be inadvertently sexist and say, oh yeah, the dude, I want to see the dude from the Barbie movie. Does Ken really, does he warrant existing outside of the Barbie-verse? I don't know if he does or not, but
1: I found him so entertaining, and, the, and that character took shots at that
0: that alpha male
1: sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, I agree. Thing
0: it's, a, it's a it's an out-and-out parody yeah. of uh, the bro culture. And I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was, And he was so good in that role. I agree. I would, I, I would be all in. Well, Greta Gerwig, the director, of course, of that film, and uh, also screen wrote the screenplay along with Noah Baumbach, they were doing an interview because they are releasing a Barbie on streaming. Yeah. They finally have a date. So if you want to see Barbie, it'll be available on December 15th, I believe. So they're doing another round of interviews about the wildly successful film. And someone asked them about a possible spinoff for the Ken character. And they said that it's definitely a potential. Well, they set it up towards the end of the Barbie movie for him to go
1: off on his own and find himself.
0: Another reason they said there's a, a high probability that we will see a Ken film is because when they were writing the original screenplay, They kept finding themselves falling into the Ken character and then overwriting him, providing him way too much stuff to do for a Barbie movie. So much there. And they would end up with pages and pages of scenes and like, oh, we got to cut all that because it's getting in the way of the Barbie movie. (laughs) But they just found the character and the way they had positioned him to be so inherently interesting. They were coming up with a ton of comic possibilities for Ken. So I would totally be into that. Um, there was apparently a scene in the original screenplay where Ryan Gosling, the actor, yep. meets the Ken doll in the real world and they interact with oh, really? each other. Oh, really? I bet that would have been a hoot and a half. I would like to see that. So, I don't know. I just want to see what your opinion was. Well, I but would yeah, totally do that. I'm all in. All right. This is... This is so... What? Uh, what? So... You sound so, upset. I'm so angry what? and so frustrated. Why? Because it's bad enough, and we talked about this mm-hmm. that Kim Kardashian is producing oh, yeah. a film uh, that got a, a heated bidding war going on from the streamers in order to get the comedy film that she came up with the idea for, is producing and starring in oh, on her own. Oh my God. Now it's just been announced mm. that she has just sold a TV series, she will be starring in a TV series. Created by Ryan Murphy, who is the man behind American Horror Story. She just, she just worked with him on the most recent one. They're doing a TV series about a famous divorce attorney. And Kim Kardashian is going to be playing the famous divorce attorney who heads up a law firm of all women. And uh, she's the big dog at the law firm. And it's going to be it's going to be on Hulu. It's mm. sold already. There's going to be a Hulu show where Kim Kardashian will be starring as an attorney Can, in a series. I've never seen her in it. Can she act? She I've can't, ne- that's I've never my seen, thing. I've
1: never seen her act. My
0: point is we've had to, as a society, somehow go along with the concept that that family is interesting in any way, yeah. which it is completely not. It's not. But now we have to pretend that she's got talent too. Uh, that was the saving grace. We all could agree. Right? Okay. Yes, they're popular, but they're garbage and they're not talented. But now we but, have to also accept. But now we have to believe she's that she's an actress too. They're we have to, an awful. Lot. We have to buy into that facade. Uh, I hate she's it all. Got to be. She's going to star in a TV series. That's insane. You know how many people with talent are starving? Yeah,
1: I do. I know quite a few. Oh, God. I know quite a few.
0: It's just infuriating. And I know people say, well, she brings eyes to whatever project she's in. And I, su- I suppose that's true. But at some point, don't you just stop selling yourself out in that way if you want to create something of any kind of value? Mm-hmm. If it's a good idea, if there's a good idea, it, and I think there's something there to an all-female law firm that specializes in sure. divorce. I bet sure. it would be... A, fun and saucy and sexy and all those but things But it's just
1: going to be a Kim Kardashian spectacle.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. not going to be
1: about the show or about the story or about what the characters. Yeah. It's
0: going to be about her. Yeah. It just got angry. Just made <laughs> me angry. I feel better now having purged. And we have a brand new song at the top of the Billboard Hot 100 list. Did you see this news? I did not. Number 1 for the first time ever.
2: Let's
0: just Stop. Brenda Lee's "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" hit number one this week on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. It was first released in 1958. Damn. And every year around this time, it starts climbing the charts. It's gotten to number two a few times in the past decade or so, but this is the first time it's ever reached number one in its history wow. since 1958. When never it was say first. never. Right? Keep believing. <laughs> Brenda Lee's now 78 years for old, her. and she's got the number, number one. one song in America. Is it in something? Is that why it's number one? Or is it I just, don't think so.
1: That's just so weird how different, different Christmas seasons pop up different Christmas songs.
0: People just love that they, song. They latch onto one every and year. And they're buying. All right, let's take a look at today's Celebrity Birthdays. All these stars born on December 5th, starting with singer-songwriter Jim Messina. He was in a band called Poco. He also worked with Kenny Loggins in the beginning of their careers as Loggins and Messina. He's 76 today. And it's all because... Your mama don't
2: dance and your daddy don't rock and roll. Your mama don't dance and your daddy don't rock and roll.
0: When evening walks around and it's time to go to town, where do you go? To rock and roll. actor Jerome Crabb from The Fugitive, and also he was the Bond villain in Living Daylights with Timothy Dalton. He's 79. Comedian? Margaret Cho is 55 years old today. Has Margaret Cho ever made you laugh once?
1: No. We interviewed her on my old, that old sports show I had. Oh, she was right. a guest. Yes. She was a very nice person. I'm not
0: saying she's not we nice. We had a very lovely
1: interview, but she's never made me, she never made me laugh. I find her desperately
0: yeah. unfunny. I never found her funny. Anti-funny. Though very nice people person. get less funny in her vicinity she's a comedy vampire and i just find her career inexplicable i'm not i don't know who, who the audience is worse people going, have oh, more jokes from margaret Cho. Worst please. people have more success so i suppose kim kardashian's got a exactly. movie and a series yep. in the works just remind yourself of that if you're ever feeling good
1: you ever want to knock yourself down a peg or
0: two? <laughs> if you ever think the world's in pretty good shape and you're you're having a happy moment and you want to ground yourself, <laughs> keep that in your back pocket. Nick Stahl, the actor from the Terminator Three film, also from Carnival, he's great in that series. Forty-four years old. Gabriel Luna, who played Ghost Rider in Marvel's Agents of Shield. I missed that show. That show yeah, should still be on. It should be. It was so good. He's forty-one. Frankie Munoz from Malcolm in the Middle is thirty-eight. And singer-guitarist Johnny Resnick of Goo Goo Dolls is 58. I
2: wanna wake up where you are I won't say anything at all So I don't you slide?
0: And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, because it's Tuesday, it's time to turn on the TV. Here we go you know what day it is. It's TV it's Tuesday. Oh, you like that, Eddie? I like Eddie? that one. Yeah. You're going to like this more than anything ever we've oh, ever done. Really? Yes. Okay. This comes from Claire Malkott in Bangor, Maine. She sent in this suggestion. And I love this because, first of all, it's a holiday song. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're focusing on for the next couple weeks. I also love it because usually in this segment, TV Tunes Tuesday, we're looking at classic television films and the theme songs and the music, in this case, from a TV special sure. that you're, you grew up with. Right. This came out last year. Oh, really? So it's very new. Okay. And I believe it's our first ever streaming show that we've covered oh, okay. on this segment. But it is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Nice. Came out last year written and directed by James Gunn for the streaming service Disney Plus. The idea came to James back in 2017 during the production of Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He came up with an idea that he wanted to do a holiday special in the vein of the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer special and the Grinch, but also the Star Wars holiday special from 1978. (laughs) It's you know it's infamous that show, but he was a big fan of it and he thought he could have some fun with these characters in a similar sort of goofy style. And the the special that he put together, I think it's a beautiful Christmas it's very fun. I love it. Besides being fun and the characters being entertaining, it's got a kind of a real sweet message to it. And uh if you've never seen this, I recommend it highly. Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista Karen Gillian uh Palm Clementief Vin Diesel the whole cast is back Bradley Cooper everybody's back and the basically the premise is uh Peter Quill played by Chris Pratt who's uh s- Star-Lord yes he is down in the dumps because he's lost Gamora yeah and it's Christmas time and he feels isolated and he's away from home and he's got a bad backstory when it comes to Christmas yeah so uh Drax and uh, what's the character? Mantis. Yeah, Mantis. Uh, they decide they're going to make his Christmas dreams come true, and they're going to go to Earth and they're going to kidnap his hero Kevin Bacon <laughs> and bring him back <laughs> to uh, to give as a gift to Star Lord yes. to celebrate Christmas. And of course, chaos ensues. And uh, Kevin Bacon plays himself in the movie in the in the TV special, and it's enormously entertaining. But the reason we bring it up today is because there is a song in this done by a band called the Old Ninety Sevens. Now, the whole of the music for the holiday special was chosen personally by James Gunn. He's got a great, great soundtrack for this thing. They've got Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues. They've got uh, Christmas Rapping by the Waitresses. They've got a, a, a great slew of Christmas songs. But this one is an original that Gunn wrote the lyrics to, and he went to, went to Rhett Miller from the group, the old se- uh, 97s, to help him compose the music for it. And they had such great success with the song that Gunn cast... The old 97s as the alien band on Nowhere, where this, they're all staying now on, mm-hmm. the, on the planet. And they do a, a version of this in the show itself. It's wildly entertaining. The song is called I Don't Know What Christmas Is, but Christmas Time is Here. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's a great pick. So I want to uh, thank, uh, who was it again? Uh, claire claire Molcott from bangor maine for suggesting this because i never would have come up with this on my own here's a little bit of the song if you've never seen this special i highly recommend it i don't know what christmas is but christmas time is here
4: out on the third planet closest to the sun there's a special celebration and it sounds quite fun a jolly old fellow brings toys to everyone on a holiday they call Christmas. That's perfect. Good. Easier. Good job. Now I'm not gonna lie, it oh, makes more. no sense to me. But here's what I've discovered about this Christmas mystery. I'm super busy. Is this is this a long song? One, two, three, four. Santa is a furry freak with epic superpowers. He flies to every human home in under 14 hours. He's a master burglar. No. A pro at picking locks. No. If you don't leave milk and cookies out, he will put dung in your socks.
1: That is not part of the lore at all.
4: If you act nicely through the night and don't jump on your bed, <laughs> Santa comes with sugar plums and hurls them at your head. But if you're on his naughty list, he shoots missiles at your toes. He might just roast your chestnuts with his powerful flamethrower. No! He doesn't have a flamethrower. Rain, 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 rain. It's kind of cool. Dear, 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 dear.
2: I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here.
0: So fun. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Old 97s have another Christmas song. It's one that they released previous to the special coming out called Here It Is Christmas Time, which is also featured in the special. It's the one that Kevin Bacon sings at the end of the special (laughs) with the band. Another great tune. Uh, Again, I can't recommend it highly enough. It's a great Christmas special, and I think it's destined to be a classic that people are going to watch every year. The
1: final scene at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 when uh, Peter's sitting with his granddad, he's reading the
0: paper, and it says in the paper, Kevin Bacon Bacon. tells all about his alien (laughs) abduction. Yeah, exactly. So it ties in. It's official canon of the MCU. It's a great pick. Thank you again, Claire. I appreciate it. And that's today's TV Tunes Tuesday. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's
2: TV
0: it's Tuesday. And Oh, I like that one. Yeah, I knew you would. Mm-hmm. Cause you love Star Lord. Oh, I'll he's soil his jeans. My favorite. Didn't you make Colton a Star Lord Halloween costume? <laughs> he was Star
1: Lord when he was in fifth grade. So I was at nine, ten years old. He was Star Lord, yeah. So I said three or four years four ago? Four years ago,
0: right before the pandemic.
1: Gotcha. He was Star Lord,
0: yeah. Cool costume. That's it for today's show, kids. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. I hope you come back and join us tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss it, I'll tell you, because Wednesdays are a very special day here on the Ralph Court. Wednesdays are the time where it's Wenceslaus Wednesdays. What's the Wenceslaus? Wenceslaus. Good I King don't. Wenceslaus looked out that's, on the Feast of Stephen, Wences, that's not even though the snow laid out dis- deep and crisp and even. Right, you're just making up Sorry, sound. were the just sounds. the skies that night, not words. though the winter cruel. What's, then a magpie came in sight. A magpie's not walking anywhere. It's not what we do. We don't do that at Fuel. all. Fuel. Fuel. Fuel or Gruel, I forget. It's neither one. It's a famous Christmas song. Okay, well, it was. So we'll sing it all day tomorrow. That's not what we do. Wenceslaus that's Wednesday. That's not what we do. We do, no. oh, looking forward to
1: it. One-Hit Wonder.
0: God damn right! It is One-Hit Wonder Wednesday. Now that I think about yeah. it, that sounds... Wenceslaus Wednesday. That, that's Wednesdays. ringing a bell. That's what I think we're going to do. We're going to pick out a uh, Christmas tune. That uh, the artist behind it never was able to have that level of success again. So come back and join us. We're going to have a good time. It's not as good if you're not there, though. So please Take care of yourself and come on back. Stay good in the hood. Because. Life is life. And I want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. And real quick, an aside before we uh, get out of here. Yeah. Speaking of taking care of yourself and uh, life, um, received a phone call. He asked me not to play it because he has friends who listen to the show. And he didn't want to uh, worry them unnecessarily. But he was going through a bad patch. Mm-hmm. And he's, he was reaching the end of his tether, as many of us do at some point in, in our lives. And he was uh, having some bad thoughts. And he said he thought about this show and he thought about how often we talk about self-harm being a permanent answer to a temporary problem. Yes. And he said those words resonated in his head and changed the trajectory of what he was thinking and what he did. And so you know who you are and I just want to reach out and tell you that you're loved and 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 you did the right thing. And if you need anything, shoot an email or reach out and, uh, and we can talk. But I was so uh, pleased that this show could make that kind of impact on somebody's yeah. life. And if you're struggling. We're here for sure. Especially during the holidays. You know, everybody else. Is, uh, is is having a good time and partying and celebrating. And sometimes if you're going through mental health issues, it can be incredibly isolating yeah. to watch people um, feeling great and, and celebrating the season. And you're just not capable of being in that place and you can feel alone. And it's a tough time for people, especially when you're fighting with mental illness. Uh, you're not alone and you can get help and uh, we're always here for you. And so- Take care of yourselves, people. We love you so much, and we would miss every any single one of you if you weren't with us any longer. So please take care of yourselves and come back tomorrow. And in order to do that, you got to take care of yourself. Yeah. All right. That's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, please remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha. So ha. I
1: got it. Ha ha. Bye bye.
0: Think a better dance now. Bye, men.
1: Fuck off.